Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. We are in episode 106, y'all. Episode 106. I'm so glad for those that are new to the show. Welcome to Create with Kendra. You have over 100 episodes just to, hey, play through, okay? And for those that are... um back with us again. Welcome back another week. I am so happy, always so excited. Um, and I count it as a privilege to be with you all every single Wednesday at 8 a.m. A new episode drops. So if you know someone that's in need of some inspiration that needs um, a bit of a upbeat start to their day, Go ahead and share Create with Kendra with them. I'm telling you, this is a place of inspiration, okay? As we do every single week, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. This week is a unique shout out. We are going to um, give our spotlight to Mount Zion Church of Ontario. So if you are in the Inland Empire, this may be a house of worship that is near to you. Mount Zion Church is celebrating 100 years of ministry. That is amazing. Um, To celebrate, they are having a live concert July 24th. Artists such as Doe, The Walls Group, and Kimberrell will be gracing the stage. For more information on how you can purchase tickets or how you can celebrate with Mount Zion, you can head on over to mountzionontario.com for more information. Congratulations, Mount Zion. We are so incredibly um, proud and inspired by 100 years of ministry. We hope that another 100 years is to be had. So for those that are new to the show, there is a opportunity that we offer every single day for you all as listeners, as viewers, to engage with the show. There's a function um, that is available to all on unassociated.com called Ask Kendra. So if you head on over to www.unassociated.com slash Ask Kendra, this function will allow you to write in questions or, or comments or topics of discussion that you would like to hear where on this show. How cool is that? So many episodes have been inspired by listeners writing in questions, being curious about life, about faith, about whatever it is that's going on up here. They wrote it down, they sent it in a voice memo, and we tackled it, okay? So if that's you and you have a topic of discussion or a question that you would like to have answered on Create with Kendra, head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra. And for those that, you know, need prayer requests, those will not be displayed. Um, but I have had some people reach out to me, um, via like Facebook or, um, Instagram for prayer requests. So if that's you and you just need some, just like sis, look, I need some prayer. Okay. Reach out to me and I'll be happy to pray with you and to stand in the gap for you. Okay, let's get into it because this past weekend was absolutely amazing. Nothing short, nothing less of amazing because your girl earned her master's degree. Boop, boop, 
Hey, I'm super excited. For the past two years, um, some you may know that I have been in, in a research program at UCLA. UCLA is the only program that offers the Master's in African American Studies on the West Coast, okay? So I am really excited to have been a part of such a great experience. If y'all remember my testimony about getting accepted into the program and how that worked out. If if you haven't heard it, scroll back two years of episodes <laughs> and you can find um, the, the, the beginning of that testimony. And I tell you, this is the episode that I can actually talk about the conclusion of a two-year process. It has been a pleasure. There has been many tears. There has been bouts of frustration. Um, There has been sleepless nights, but I tell you every bit of it was worth it. And I'm still reveling in the excitement. It hasn't really hit me yet. Like I, I, I was talking to my mom today and, um, She's taking courses um, on learning the Bible and stuff like that. And I was helping her with a homework assignment. I was like, wow, I don't have any homework anymore. <laughs> I don't have assignments anymore. I don't have any readings to do. Um, this feels great. Um, yeah, so I'm free for a couple of years. Um, but if you are familiar with that, that this program was actually the only program that I applied to, that this was the only program that I wanted and got accepted. And it was a full ride. Hello, somebody tell me that ain't God because that don't be happening for nobody. I told y'all before, um, the UC system, how it works is mass um, MA students, you pay out of pocket. And the money that um, MA students give to the university, though that money is used to fund PhD candidates. But you know what? The Lord, how 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 God be working? He be doing stuff that don't make sense to nobody, but that's okay because it makes sense to me. Um, but I'm just super excited about um, the journey, about the journey, and. Um, Though it, it was such a wonderful thing and it's such an exciting thing to get accepted and and to be a part of um to be a part of the study, be a part, a part of this department, I I can tell you this that um after all of that fanfare, it was time to get down to work. It was time to get down to work. Um along with seven other wonderful, brilliant, and courageous cohort members. All eight of us joined this particular program at the height of racial unrest. We joined this program, African American Studies, at the height of a world health crisis. So what does that mean? What did it look like? It looked virtual for most (laughs) of our time. The only time I was able to really see and and meet in person my, my, my cohort was our graduation day, which I'll get to in a little bit, but I'm telling you, it was, 
It was such a prime time to be a part of a movement, to be a part of scholars doing this kind of work. And the beauty about it is that our program allowed us to explore areas that we were interested in, areas that we were passionate about. One of my um, colleagues, and I'm going to brag on them all episodes, so just letting you know. One of my colleagues is going off to become a medical doctor. People ask all the time, like, what do you do with African-American studies degree? Well, let me tell you, you can be... um, a surgeon, you can be a doctor, you can be a professor, you can be an anthropologist, you can be um, a counselor, you can be a journalist. The list goes on and on and on. African-American studies is, 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 is merely studying black ontology, studying black life, studying different sectors of blackness because we are diasporic. Right. And so getting to know these people over the past two years in such a critical um, time in our country, in our world was something that I would not trade. Something that I will always remember. Always remember. Um, I, I tell you that the work that that my colleagues and I are doing is is building on the work that has been done for black folks. There has been a a stereotype of inferiority and there has been just, just, just so much. How do I say this? The, the knowledge of what blackness is and the beauty of what blackness holds has been suffocated in this country. And so you have scholars that are willing to do the work to unearth these things so we can know what's going on. Um, I actually have not shared with y'all my research, which is pretty funny. Um, the, the research that I was blessed to do was, and, I, and how I came up, how I came to my research was really pulling things that was important to me. Y'all know I'm born and raised in the church. That's a given. <laughs> y'all know, um, well, some of y'all do, some of y'all don't, that um, I sing. And so growing up in church, growing up singing in church was a very, and still is a very um, critical part of my identity. And so what I thought to do with a lot of the shaping with um, my um with my professors, shout out to Dr. Scott Brown, was was to, to create a project that analyzed gospel music and its response to anti-black violence during the Black Lives Matter movement. And so what I did was I looked at lyrics and I looked at um, visual art that gospel artists were putting out during the Black Lives Matter movement and their response to the murder of George Floyd, the response to the church shooting um, in North Carolina, the, the the church in Charleston, North Carolina, um, mother of the Emmanuel AME Church, responding to all these different crises and levels of violence that has been inflicted on the black community through gospel music. And so that has been my research over the past two years, something I'm super excited 
to have um, submitted um, to the university. Also work that I'm continuing because this is a continuum, right? Something that is, I'm telling you, it's, I, I don't want to geek out even though I'm already starting to do that. <laughs> I really am. But I'm just super proud of what we have done and I'm honored to have been to be able to do this work because I'm standing on the shoulders of those that fought to have black studies as a discipline. Those that pro- that protested at San Francisco State in the late 1960s to have it as a discipline. I'm standing on the backs of the Black Panther Party. We had a legend to grace our department's ceremony. Jesse Jackson was in the building, y'all. He looked good. Just saying. But we're standing on the shoulders of men and women that fought, men and women that were thrown into jail, that that were, that were confronted with real life issues that were threatened. Standing on those people's shoulders, and I'm forever grateful for it. The work that we do is not a flex. But I tell people when they ask me, why did I pursue this degree? I pursued this degree so I can become a resource. All it is is an access pass. It's not a flex. It's really not. I'll be able to get into spaces that everyone isn't able to be, you know, that everyone isn't able to go. But then I become the resource so I can usher in those that have been shut out. Just like the ones that are before me. Doing the work that they did. Becoming a resource themselves so they can turn back around and reach out their hand towards me to pull me in. This work is something that I'm so, so proud of. One of my colleagues shared um, at our ceremony this past weekend, and he he shared, and something that he said reminded us in the room that we did not get here by ourselves. He said, I am not self-made. I'm community-made. And I said, I know that's right. I have y'all, I have my church fan on the front row. Like, I'm so churchy. Like, <laughs> but it was hot though. So I was just a fan. And I was just like, you know what? This is so true. This is such a solid and a great reminder to always say that I am not self-made. I am community made. There is no way I would have ever gotten this far without somebody else. Without somebody else. Two years ago, when I applied to the program, I had a professor, shout out to Antoine, to sit down with me to help me apply. Polish my statements. I had another person, shout out to Dr. Carita Brown, who was in the board choosing the, 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 the next cohort. She wrote an extra letter 
and said, this is why you need Kendra in your program. From the, all the many other professors, and I don't want to get caught up in, in calling names, to help me shape my project, that calmed me down when I was anxious, to encourage me to keep going. That is community effort. My colleagues, them folks, we, what I loved about it was we were in it together. It's really easy. Like the, the culture of UCLA, if you've ever been on a campus, it's real like, it's tense. <laughs> I mean, granted, like people are in, you know, university and everyone's all tense and, and stressed out, but it's also very competitive. And and people are competing with other folks for this grade or this position or or this job or this. Or, people are just always competing. But I tell you, there was no competition with the folks that I was working with. It was all uplifting. It was all supportive and um, nothing short of a blessing. Certainly nothing short of a blessing. Um, I had someone actually, I had a conversation and I love talking to people about my journey in academics because it was not an easy one. Straight up. People think because where I went to school and what I'm doing that school is always easy for Kendra, but it has not been. And to be honest, most of my schooling from a child on up, I was very, very insecure academically. I was, and I still have my moments, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. And, and I I love to tell people. Cause before I was I was shy about it, I was I was ashamed about it, but I love to tell people that it wasn't always easy. Because being transparent, being real about about the thing is really important. A lot of people don't go to school because they're intimidated. They don't think, oh, I'm, I'm not smart enough or I can't do this or this was hard, so I'm going to quit. So when you really tell people your own struggles in academics or whatever a part of your life, it really makes it relatable. It brings you down to their level. Because the reality is, when people are put up on a pedestal, that is nothing but an illusion. It's nothing but an illusion. So when I tell people that I was insecure for most of my academic career, that's the truth. But what I did was, I looked the very thing I feared square in the face. And I conquered it. I looked the very thing that I feared the most square in the face and I conquered it. Yeah, I had to work a little harder. Yeah, I had to stay a little long. 
but I did it. I did it. And not only that, God has put, I don't know where he's going to take me, (laughs) but whatever it is, I say, yes, Lord. I got a yes, Lord in my spirit, but God, I, I just know the Lord wants me to share this testimony with the world. He does. And I'm going to continue in education. This ain't it. Dr. Kendrick going to be loading. Now look, 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 look. I ain't finna be going back to school right now. You know, give me a break. Give me a beat. Give me a breath. But soon enough, I'll go and complete. I'll go in and complete it. There's a scripture that, the, that, that, that the Lord put in my spirit just now um, I'm reading for the King James Version Philippians 1 and 6 And it reads um, Being confident in this very thing That he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it Until the day of Jesus Christ The very thing That God Began in you He gonna complete it <laughs> He's gonna complete it if God says you're going to go back to school, even though you, you, you want academic probation, you're skipping classes, you, you, you feel <clears throat> like you're not good enough, whatever long list of disqualif- disqualifications you didn't put on you, God said, that's all right. Because what I began in you, I'm going to complete it. If it's going back to school, if it's starting a business, he's going to complete it in you. Now, all I need is for somebody who got faith, crazy faith like me and say, God, I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know why, I don't know how you're going to provide this money. I don't know how, whatever it is, if you ain't got it figured out, that's the spot God, God wants you in. If you ain't got figured it out, you are positioned right. I tell you, when I told people that I was applying to one, one school, they all thought I was nuts. Nuts. Because people be applying to like 20, 50, 11 schools. It just don't make no sense to me. At the most, five. You know, that's recommended. But I said, I got crazy faith. This the one I want. This the one that God said he was going to give me. And look what he did. Provided every step of the way. And y'all heard my testimonies. I've been I've been sharing. <laughs> I've been real transparent on the show about my experience. But God completed the work. Hallelujah. He completed the work. Another scripture that I want to share with you all is uh, Proverbs 16 and 3. And I and I share this often because it's one of my favorite scriptures. And it and it and it says to commit your works into the Lord. 
and he will establish your plan, your plans. Everything that you want to do, if you want to become a doctor, if you want to become a lawyer, if you want to become an academic, whatever it is that you're doing, even if you don't know what you want to do, each step, commit that to the Lord and he will honor it by establishing your plans. And anything that God establishes, no man can uproot. No man can uproot. It was another um, speaker at our ceremony. I'm telling you, we have some powerful speakers. Ooh. We have some powerful speakers. She said, me and God got a deal. And this is how we work. She says, God set him up and I knock him down. And I said, you know what? I'm finna, I'm taking that because that's my testimony. When God set him up, I knock him down. It don't matter. It really don't even matter how insecure I feel on the inside. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? If God does not set us up to fail. Even if it take you a little bit longer to get to where you need to get. He did not set you up to fail. We serve a champion God. We serve a mighty God. A strong God. He does not lose. Even if he he does not lose. <laughs> I would say even if he wanted to. He does not lose. Period. And if you are his child. And if you belong to him, and if he, and if you are his responsibility, he got to take care of you. Like he got to take care of me. <sighs> you know how many times I remind God, God, look, you, 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 my dad, you, my heavenly father, you gonna have to provide for your child. And he comes through every time. And I praise God. That every time he sets something up, I'm able to knock him down. Last and final words, I just want to say congratulations to the class of 2022. Whether if you are, if you have a a little one that graduated kindergarten, (laughs) all the way up to those that um, got their doctoral degrees, whatever it is. You are worth celebrating. So congratulations to the class of 2022. Um, Before we close out, I do want to pray. Um, So with all hearts and minds clear, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory for who you are, what you're doing, for being glorious, for being wonderful. God, we thank you for the tenacity. We thank you for the encouragement that you've given us, your people, to complete um, the task, to complete the work that you've started in us. God, I pray for those that are listening to this that needs encouragement, that you encourage their hearts. God, I pray for those that are listening to this that you um, just be with them whatever in, in whatever capacity that they need you in, Father. God, we thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your mercy. God, we just bless your holy name. Um, in these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all, that is the word for this week. I just wanted to share a bit 
of my testimony with you all two years later right um complete full circle um i love you all so much and there's nothing to nothing you can do about it all right until next week beautiful people be blessed